You're listening to High Radio with Miss Amber. Hi. I just love that song. Uh, that song is specifically from a lovely lady that I have here at the studio, the one and only Clara Opoku. Yes, yes. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> Needs no introduction because I am sure that while you are watching, you are going to discover all that you need to know uh, about this fabulous queen. Uh, she's a female MC that I respect, I adore, I love. I love her spirit. I love wow. her vibe wow. when she enters into the room. And uh, I know she is part of the Ghanaians internationally That when it comes to hip-hop and what she does. She is one of a kind. And Thank she you. is from Amsterdam. <laughs> All around. And since High Radio is in Amsterdam, I thought, you know what? I need to have her on the show. And you're so right. <laughs> so that is Clara Opoku. <laughs> Yes. Uh, thank, thanks so much for being here. How are you doing? Yeah, man. Cool. I'm cool. <laughs> and uh, how was your Sunday? My Sunday was pretty, uh, how would I say it? A bit hectic, a bit cool, a bit of everything. A bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. A bit sleepy, you know, a bit energetic. All right. A bit of everything. Care to share of anything that you've been doing today? I don't want to share anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's strictly strictly personal yeah, business. Yeah, private business. <laughs> but I hope you were able to kind of relax and get oh, ready yeah. for Monday. Oh, yeah. I was preparing towards this, you know, since the day I was born. I was like, yo, I need to be on <laughs> Africa on focus. So. Hey! And the day has come, you know? Hey, <laughs> I feel I feel really special right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> that is so good. Um, well, first things first, mm -hmm. I just wanna I just wanna compliment you on this book. Thank you. Which is uh, this one, uh, Diary When My Lips uh, Were Sealed and My Heart Spoke. I recently took the time out um, because. I have put myself on the schedule, like to read things. Okay. Because I normally am not uh, a reader. Yeah, a reader. Yeah. Like, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. All of my people don't read. <laughs> really? None of my people. Do, no, do I, no I do have people that read, of course. Like, I have a bit of everything. I have the hustlers, mm. I have the intellectuals. I have. Yeah. My network is like broad. Gotcha. Yeah. So, do you, do you read? If I read, well, like I don't books. think I'd, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I made it. I made it like uh, the task for myself to read it because I bought this book, and this is actually a book I read it, and I was like, okay, let's finish this yeah. today, right That's now. <laughs> you That's know what good. I mean? And what I absolutely loved about it, well, first of all, the the we call it in Dutch the perspective van schrijven. Oh yeah, you know the, the form in which you wrote it in. It was an I. I got a sense of who you are as a person, your okay. creativity, your art, yeah. and all these things. And I also love the fact that it started with crazy experience. Yeah. <laughs> a knife experience. That's, that's the basic, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I just really want to compliment you on, on this book. Thank you. Being one of the, the ladies that have sharing your yeah. personal story. Yeah. So I just thought that it's, it's a good thing to... Before we're even going to start about where you're from and who you are, I just really want to start about talking about your book. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. One thing I want to know, when my lips were sealed, my heart spoke, mm -hmm. what got you... Because you're an MC, you're a rapper, you're in music, yeah. you're an all-round entertainer, as you yeah. said yourself. How did a book come in the scene? Okay. Um, not to elaborate on like my background too much, but it does come from like infancy, around the age of, I would say, eight, nine, mm -hmm. that I had a passion of uh, writing an autobiography one day. Mm -hmm. um, 
like that was the main concept that I had in mind all these years, my autobiography, autobiography. And you would think, why an autobiography? I mean, you're eight. What do you have to tell? But I had a lot to say even then. About your life. So about, yeah, what was going on and how I felt as a child. And just looking at my peers and, you know, trying to be that, um, how do I say it? Like one in a million type of person. You get what I mean? And to be that role model for others to maybe follow or influence or whatever. So it started from there. I, al I always had that concept of writing a book. And I think along the way, what happened was, you know, the Ghanaian background, they're not used to us being our creative selves. You know, the cliche stuff, doctor, yeah. lawyer, steward. I had that stuff too. The but pressure not, of yeah, but I'm not. You know, I'm not that doctor. I'm not that lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you tried it? No, I, I didn't. You know me. I'm that honest since infancy. I always told my mom straight up, I'm not gonna do those things. Yeah. You know, I don't see myself doing those things. And I knew that I was a born entertainer. I knew it for myself, but I just had to prove it. So it has been, I would say, a rough road coming to the point of actually starting to write a book. So many things have happened, been through a lot of things. And what actually pushed me into writing this book is that incident that you read about. Like I was in a relationship, yes. I thought for two years, but it happens to be like one and a half, no problem. And what happened was, I think, I still think because I'm not sure, you know, there are some things that I'll, I think I'll never have an answer to. I think I was a side chick some way, somehow. Wow. Because, yeah. That's intense. Yeah. And I never knew, you know, and I got to find out in, let's say, an ugly way. And that dotted a lot of eyes at the same time. So it was like, oh, so that's why this was happening. Oh, that's why that was. Oh, that's why that person, you know. So coming to that conclusion, I was like, I think I've been hearing this story since infancy. I've seen my mom go through stuff. I've seen some of my aunts go through stuff. I've seen so many women go through things and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of done, you know? And yeah. I see myself as that person who has the ability in order to do something about it. So being the MC that I am or the entertainer that I am, I was like, hey, how can I present this in such an entertaining way that it's not going to be boring, but at the same time, like people can relate to, you get what I mean? So yeah. that's how the book came about actually. Good. So if I understand it right, you always wanted to write a book. And yeah. that experience that experience pushed set me. off the yeah. first yeah. subject yeah. for your book exactly. in the first place. Yep. So going back to, you know, being Ghanaian and things, what I know from our culture is being open about your private life. Yeah. People don't tend to do it that much. It's we're not even allowed to do it. We're not I even allowed. Yeah. <laughs> How did you deal with that growing up? And sharing your story once again like um you know i always say god created everybody in his or her own way yeah. you know you are about austin for if i get to know you i'll find out what makes you 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 get yeah. what i mean and that's what everybody has and with me i could say those that know me from way back mm -hmm. i've always been open i've always been plain i've always been blunt and it's either you're hearing what I'm saying or mm -hmm. you don't listen and I'm and I will become a rebel. That's how I've always been. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I just put that into my music. I put it into my art and I'm just me in whatever I do. Just recognizing who you are, being yourself. Yeah. So what has motivated you to be yourself? Because I know for a lot of 
ladies that I even have on the show, mm-hmm. they have this period of not being themselves for a long time yeah. until they're like 22 or something and yeah. they just go crazy. Their reality hits them, right? Yeah. Um, how was that for you? Did that stage come for you somewhere? Um, I think, let me put it this way. Life has knocked me down, yes. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a reality check like, hey, I used to be this and now I'm like this or I needed to find out who I am. No, it has never been like that. It was always an experience. You know, it molded me. It, it formed me into becoming more of what I was already. Mm-hmm. That's what life did to me. Yeah. But it was never about, oh, there was some certain point and I was, you know, I was like maybe a posh girl and now I'm rough. No, it has never been like that. <laughs> I've always been rough. So that's how yeah. I'm going to be. <laughs> so you were able to recognize who you are and be comfortable. Yeah. In, in I only way. got more comfortable with it. That's the only thing that it did. Mm-hmm. You know, each time I go through things, I get more comfortable with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, why a book necessarily? Because a lot of people would think of, okay, now in this day and age where YouTube is everything Mm -hmm. and uh, audio is now everything, you know, the kind of fast thing. Why choose a book? Why did I choose a book? Because I'm not only looking at the fact that we're in Europe or we're living at one part of the world that is like uh, technology wise, like way there. And, you know, where I come from, like so-called third world countries, as they want to call it we are like behind no i look at the broad aspect of things and i felt like a book is something that can um it can bring you down like if you're rushing in life you know it's that moment when you pick up a book you become cool Mm. you know i'm always for that relaxation and i feel like nowadays everything is like audio and whatever whatever and we don't read whilst reading could also trigger the mind you know it's like a massage you're massaging the mind because nowadays mm-hmm. we only massage the bodies but we forget about all the other organs or whatever it is in life that we need to touch you know what i mean that's why i chose to write a book you chose a book so people could take the you know, time ju- yeah to... just take that time you know sit back reflect maybe on your own life and yeah. take it in yeah mm. i yeah. love that well, uh, first, uh, let's listen to some of your music because I have uh, lots of lots <laughs> of music and uh, lots of them I like really, really love. But I just want to start with a Dutch song okay. and <laughs> from a period when you were called CIA. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Another period. When we get back, I would really like to know why we're you not say now, God. Back. We're not going to get back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, talk about the lady behind the book, the author. And uh, well, let, let's listen to it because I, okay, uh, cool. I love that song. And it's called Klaar. Ja, oh, klaar. Ik ben klaar met zoveel dingen. Jullie gaan het weten ook. Ik ben klaar met veel zaken. Klaar met veel haters voor één land. Heb ik weten CIA. Land. No. CIA. Yeah, you can say. That was the former name. name. Um, yeah. And uh, Clara Poku, as she is uh, now known. Is, is that, that also your, your, your name used in uh, from now music? On. Yeah, yeah, from now on, it's just Clara Poku in whatever I do. Clara Poku. Yeah. So CIA, that was your name way back when. <laughs> way, you, way, <laughs> way back when. Way back then. <laughs> no, it's um it goes from 19, let me see. Let me see, 1996, 97, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And um what does the name stand for? Okay, first it was uh, <laughs> Christian in Action. Okay. 
because two brothers of mine introduced me like to the church and it was like um i thought the gospel was about preaching about the bible but the gospel is the truth basically so it can be about anything yeah. but so it was christian in action then i was like no f it you know because i'll be um i'll be putting myself into one corner whilst i have the whole world to influence so then it became coming in advance which mm-hmm. is also CIA. And then I was like, nah, I mean, coming in advance, okay, no, it's not, it's not, not really catchy, you know I mean? So let's make it clarity in action. Mm-hmm. And then it was clarity in action. And then I was like, nah, I think I've outgrew this whole CIA thing. I'm going to just be me, Clara Opoku. And when, it, when was that? Clara Opoku is from, since, I think, 2010 somewhere that I just decided, like, you know what? I'm just done with this whole (laughs) (laughs) kind of image, kind of branding thing, you know? I mean, in a way, it is me. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted it more to be more of myself. Mm -hmm. And what is more than myself than carrying my name? Ah, You get what I mean? Yeah. Gotcha. So that's the whole thing. Yeah. So I kind of switched the whole sequence of uh, my interview. But let's let's get back to who you are. I like it. What you do. Because <laughs> um, I normally start with who who are you and stuff. But yeah. people know you from the scenes. Um, know you as a, a rapper. Know you as a female MC. Know you as a entertainment. Yeah. What What is it that you do? Like if somebody, if you had to t- share somebody like, who are you? You want us to go outside or you want me to start <laughs> Start here. <laughs> what do I do? Okay, I started as a dancer. No, no, let me switch it back. I started as a writer. A writer? Yeah, I'm, I'm a writer. That's my home base. And from writing, I, I developed into dancing because I felt like dancing was also something that I already, I already had in me. I was always like making funny moves and those kind of things at home. And I feel that it was the easy way for me to step into the entertainment scene. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people may know me from the dancing scene also. And then I switched from the dancing to the rapping because I felt like, okay, now I know some people, I know some faces, some faces know me. So if I start doing my own performances, it's going to get a bit easier. Then I went from uh, rapping to doing um, like theater stand-up comedy slash like cabaret you know mm. and from there i developed myself into like giving workshops and coaching uh, and now i'm into secretly educating myself into the movie industry so i'm i'm and yeah as you know an author so i do a lot i do a lot because i, I can Definitely. You know, I'm not limiting myself once again mm-hmm. into saying that I started as a rapper, so that's what I'm going to stick to. No, because I'm about so much more and I know what I want in life. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm working towards. To. Mm. So I, I love the fact because I hear, heard you say an all round entertainer. Yeah. Like I was, I, I, I don't know. I love that word for you. I don't yeah. know what it was. Yeah. Um, but I we could actually say that in all aspects of entertaining. Yep. I'm that there. Is, that is what you find to do. Yeah, because I host as well. You host as well. I host as well. I host gigs. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. I've done a bit radio. That was way before your time. Because <laughs> I, I just I just heard you saying that you used to do radio like somewhere else, and then you came here. And I yeah. like the vibe actually, though. I need Thank to say, you. Yeah, Thank I really you. like the vibe that you bring to high radio. Um, I did. I did like it was. I think just a couple of months, but I experienced that also. You know, mm-hmm. so I know that. If I should ever decide to do radio, I know that I can pitch in at any time. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought 
about that. I think I thought about it last week. I was like, hasn't she thought ever thought about doing radio? I, I said that to myself. Yeah. <laughs> then I was like, okay, then okay. hearing you now saying that you've actually tapped into that before. Yeah, I've done, I've is, done it. Would you do radio again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I see it like everything. I take things so seriously that I make it a task. You get what I mean? So if I should do radio right now, I mean, what am I going to bring to the people every week? You know, I see it as my homework to do that homework like from now, you know, like it's years of preparation. Gotcha. You get Absolutely. my point. Yeah. I so get I it. I have a concept that I would like to do, but because I'm not focused on it right now, I'm not tapping on it right now. Is it anywhere relating to music? <laughs> I think it would be more relating to poetry. Poetry. Oh, yeah. Right. Poetry and the spoken word. Yeah. The producers of people, hey, you <laughs> look out for Clara, because <laughs> uh, that is something else. <laughs> mm -hmm. In the meantime, I just want to show some love to people that are uh, have tuned in on Facebook, watching okay. the Facebook Live. Whitney, Whitney Akuto for listening. listening. Uh, shout, shout out to you all. And Mohammed Ab uh, Kaila is saying, I love, I love her philosophy. philosophy. Keep going here. I love you too. So he's uh, spreading some love. Um, Stand up and dancing together because he's probably busting some moves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We also have our female DJ MC Flybuku who's showing some love and saying Clara, Clara, Clara. Emily, Emily, <laughs> Emily. <laughs> and uh, Marissa, uh, Mariska Dankwa is saying sis and she is giving you an applause for, uh, for being on the show. Yeah. So I've thank you, back. people. People, in the meantime, as you're listening, and also uh, Skilla, DJ Skilla, shout hey. out to you. <laughs> A shout out to DJ hey. Skilla. He did, made... he, did he tap in? Yeah. He just tuned in right oh, now. Oh, wow. I'm so Tell him I'm proud of him. He, bro, I'm Skilla. proud of you. <laughs> Clara is proud. I'm proud of you, Very bro. proud of yeah. you. <laughs> A bigger shout out to DJ Skilla because he made one of my uh, um, jingles for Africa Unfocused. He's like my junior bro, you know. Really? That? Yeah, he's my tight, tight buddy. Like, if we talk about the music industry and whom I started with, that's Skilla. Really? Yeah, so he knows me and I know him. So you go, like, way back. Oh, yeah. And We're like childhood buddies, so... Oh, amazing. Thank yeah. you for tuning in, Skilla. <laughs> Many shout outs to you. <laughs> yes. Um, so going back uh, on you, Clara Opoku, who are you? What did your parents say when you said, I'm going into music as a rapper? In Very spite interesting. of the African dreams. Very interesting. Um, first of all, I'm raised with a single mother. And she did a hell of a job raising me and my siblings, I would say. It wasn't easy, and having a person like me, I think, like an outspoken person, a person who was out there, not your cliche girl, because instead of standing in the kitchen, I was more like playing soccer and being like a so-called goalkeeper at the same <laughs> time. Yeah. So-called, why? So <laughs> you don't want to know. Let's not go. <laughs> Let's not tap into that word. And um, at the same time, like... Um, yeah, trying to develop the skills that I, I, I knew that I had, it wasn't easy. And I remember that at the age of 13, I will never forget, I was standing in the corridor one time mm -hmm. and I told my mom, like, one day, I know that you don't believe in what I'm doing, but one day I'm going to make money. And I'm going to make money of that particular thing that you're not believing in. And when I make that money, I'm going to bring it home. Why? Because I want to take care of you too. And she never believed it until I think... I remember there was a gig one time and I made like 1,500 guilders. I, I think it was, I think it was guilders at those, those days. Yeah. And she was good. like, wow, 
Clara, you know, <laughs> she was shocked. <laughs> so it wasn't easy because, um, you know, our parents come from a background whereby education is like everything, you know, so they know nothing about entertainment, mm -hmm. to call it so left alone to give you that motivation or to push you into that direction. I'm an 80s, I'm an 80s born child. So that was like, that was the beginning of accepting change. You get what I mean? But it wasn't fully embraced. Yes. You get my point. And next to the fact that it's like a man's world, you know, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm a woman, you know, so gotcha. me being a girl and being a rapper or calling myself a rapper and wanting to do performances and those kind of things, it was like mm, yeah. no go. A no go. No go. For her or for the industry? For her. For her more. Mm. So everything that I was doing at the time was really me being my rebel self and trying to push myself. You get what I mean? Mm. Putting myself out there with no support apart from the people that like my brother and my ex I would say my baby's daddy like those kind of people supported me of course in those times but like it coming from home no mm. it didn't come from home so you talking about um male domination yeah in an industry yeah how did you cope with that as an artist from the beginning stages up until now um I think everybody always say like you have to be tough yeah but it's either you're born tough or you're not born tough you know and some get to become tough along the way you have those people as well but you know it has to be a natural thing as well I I really believe that and I'm not I'm not really a pushover I used to be bullied when I was young but I think that kind of molded me also into becoming the clever that I became later on you know so it wasn't easy for men to kind of like i'm not the type of person that you could easily say like you know this is a man's world you know go sit aside and let us do our thing because i'm gonna hit you hard <laughs> that's the type of person that i am you have i'm gonna show you yeah i'm gonna show you that i'm even better than what you think that you're doing mm -hmm. so and uh what we did was we talked earlier about promoting your music from yeah. the beginning stages yeah uh, you talked about uh if you're promoting it you have to go out there you know yeah. perform and all of that yeah where did i miss any... it yeah i miss those days i miss mm. the hustle from back in the days it's today it's something else everything is like put it on the internet send me an email put it on the internet <laughs> whatsapp yeah. me put it on the you get what i mean like this hardly social contact yeah definitely but the hustle before was like more intimate you know you mm -hmm. needed to be out there you and you would even respect the fact that you know you hustled for your work you mm -hmm. get what i mean nowadays is the hustle is rare yeah it's rare it's, it's relatively easy yeah <laughs> so were there any instances you going out there promoting your music and everything where were are there any examples of these male domination that you face while promoting and being out there performing yeah because i wasn't easy accepted mm -hmm. whether it be do whether it be like like you're accepting me now to come on your show for a program people wouldn't accept me easily you know it would be like no we don't know you or you're you're a female or then you're an african or you know there's always something always something <laughs> there's always something <laughs> yeah you know so i'm like yo whatever so how did you deal with that or Mm, I think I let my talent speak for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I've I've never 
had the feeling that I needed to show myself or prove myself to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I know my brother Charles, he always was like, yo, you need to do this and do that. and nah, 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 Because otherwise people, and I always believed in what I can do. I always believed in the quality that I know that I can bring. Mm-hmm. So I always let my quality speak for me. So if somebody doesn't invite me to a certain program, yo, you do you. But I know the quality that I have. So I'm you, not going to sit back and whine. You know, you get over it. You just yeah. move on. Yeah. And think it's tough. But life is life is an easy. <laughs> yeah, you, you accept know? it as it yeah, comes. Yeah, man. Totally get yeah, you. Man. And looking at the start of your music, because we listened to a Dutch song and uh, I have a lot of English songs of you. What language do you um, speak in or rap in? And what is the message that you convey as an artist? Okay, so I started in uh, I started as an English rapper because I mean being from Ghana, you know, the English colony, so that was the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. But later on I challenged myself to do Dutch, to do Chi and even Bono actually because I'm from the Brungahafa region. You don't have many and MCs. That... No, no, there's not even one female I can name that is actually doing the Bono rap. Mm-hmm. You get what mm-hmm. I mean? I can say that I introduced the Bono rap as a female MC. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the challenges that, you know, I challenged myself mm-hmm. over the years. So you you brought it to the scene. Yeah. And which of the languages works for you the best creatively and which uh which language do people accept the best? Okay, now I have the English and and Dutch. Actually both. Okay. Yeah, but at the same time introducing my bunda rap in ghana also made mm-hmm. them made them accept that also like hey yo this is cool like you know you really know how to bring it and so i master actually all three languages and how was the reception of uh bono rap where where did you because i seen you you have some collaboration with ghanaian artists tell sure. us a bit more about that oh <laughs> i'm <laughs> plenty <laughs> i don't know if the people want to hear my story because it's not that pleasant why not i don't have any sunny details are you are you serious no, yeah i'm serious no i don't like working with Ghanaian artists um why because the experiences is very bad it's very poor it's very off it wasn't warm it's a lot of jealousy a lot of everything that is negative negative yeah that's my experience mm. you know yeah I didn't like it. I didn't like it. So that even pushed me more into doing my own thing because I felt going back to Ghana, coming from here, you know, I'm not expecting them to put me on a silver platter or whatever. No, I came to do my hustle. I want to hustle with you guys and introduce what I think that is exclusive that I have, combine it with what you guys have, you know, make it one exclusive whole. But the Ghanaians are so slow in acceptance and man, so, when so not honest. This is somewhere 2011. Oh, yeah. That is surprising. Yeah. So me, I don't have any juicy stories. <laughs> I don't have it's any not, juicy stories. It's not juicy. So could you uh, give an example of, of one thing that you've experienced where you was like, okay, they don't accept my stuff? You know... I'm definitely not going to mention names. Mm-hmm. I know how it goes with social media. Yeah. They know themselves. Anyway, like, let's say there's one big top rapper. And he was feeling my style. So I went over to GH. We talked. We, he even jumped on one of my tracks. Mm-hmm. 
and thinking that we would we would have been able to do something back then he was like no i think you should be doing other things you know it was like the the comment was so i was like what i don't get it <laughs> you know i was i just wasn't getting it yeah. i just wasn't getting it so i felt like are you are you feeling intimidated but what by what you've seen about me that you know that i can do because yeah. maybe i might wipe i might take your market you get what i mean yeah. i don't know what it is and then you have those top producers they'll let you wait a year for your mixing and mastering i never knew that was possible that is crazy. you get what i mean so there were a lot of things you know i'm i'm really not positive when it comes to the ghanians and and the collaborations and whatever like you'll be tapping on some um let's say a popular one like one of those so-called celebrities nowadays and they'll just be like we don't know you that's like the comment the feedback that comes back like we don't know her so then it's like it's hard to do a featuring and i'm like yo you started from nothing as well you get what exactly. i mean exactly so me um <laughs> mm. so could you name a couple of artists both uh, ghanians or whatever that that have showed love that have been open to you it doesn't necessarily have to be Ghana because your experience yeah. with ghana is like <laughs> off wasn't there even one that would that that would be open to you i just i for now no that is crazy no 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 so i'm not i'm not on a positive note <laughs> which artist around and that could be international or from the netherlands has been open to uh to you as an artist and what you do i think when it comes to artists i really have to dig deep trust me but when it comes to let's say the art and the creativity i always have names to name mm. you know what i mean yeah it's not per se about uh, my colleague rappers or whatsoever but it's about the art it's about the craft and the people who've accepted me from day one. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That yeah. is an interesting story because yeah. most of the time you would hear like, okay, there are a couple of artists that have support me or something like that. But in your case, if, even if that's hard to mention. Yeah, it's hard to mention. Probably shows what a, of a tough uh, industry probably yeah. it is. Do you think it's, it's hip hop? Or do you think it's music as a whole? I think it's music as a whole, but coming from the hip hop scene, I would say it's hip hop. You get what I mean? Because I don't know how it goes in the opera. <laughs> I don't know how it goes in R&B. Yeah. I don't know how it goes with the Afro beats, but I do know how it goes with hip hop. Mm, so that is pretty interesting. Yeah. So uh, we are going to listen to one of your uh, records that's going to come out soon, and it's called Lip Sealed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you make sure you uh, send me a teaser on that. Yeah. Song. <laughs> uh, can you tell us a little bit about Lip Sealed? Because I think it has to do with your book. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the soundtrack of the book that I'm I'm planning on releasing. I don't have a release date yet. I'm just keeping it a it's surprise. Pending. Yeah. Um, it's about you know uh, being a woman and women unfortunately always have to be the victim in relationships you know so i kind of like put myself in two different shoes which is one the victim aspect and one the aspect of the man but coming from a side like as a man do you know how a woman feels mm -hmm. they don't if you would know no, how don't. a woman would feel I think they would change some of their ways. You get what I mean? Yeah. But because they don't know, mm -hmm. they do what they do, thinking that it's right. So 
that's what the song is actually that's about the perspective where it's coming yeah. from and also coming from that experience that relationship of course that you had of the, course. the knife relationship of course I am, the knife. <laughs> I am so interested in how that ended the but um, that's in a new book which yeah. you talked to me about so yeah. we're going to talk about that in a bit <laughs> uh, but first we're going to listen to Lips Seal you know how hard it was for me to write this track I normally don't do love tracks you know, all my tracks are about the hustle and how hard life is and the disappointment <laughs> and, you know, the pain, <laughs> the pain. And... exactly. And he challenged me to do a love track. And I was like, yo, I don't even know if I'm able to do with 16 bars on that. And yeah. he was like, that's the challenge, you know, so yeah. go home and just try to fix it. Mm. So it took me a while, I think a week or something which I normally don't do. A week? I'm the, yeah, <laughs> a week, yeah. I think, or maybe longer. I don't even I don't even remember. Mm -hmm. But normally I'm very quick in writing my tracks, but this one was like, yo, how should a CIA love track sound like? You get what I mean? Yeah. So, and this was the outcome. I love it. <laughs> it has a catchiness. Reminds me of this video, like, all glam and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a good, like, a contrast from, you know, the seriousness yeah that also comes in your music uh, a lot true so uh, i definitely love that thank you <laughs> in the meantime um nikki Kome is saying she is super uh thank you so much for commenting he is super <laughs> too <laughs> sandra sanchez is again saying big up c big up sis and elvis, More love. elvis boache is also saying big up sis showing some love on the facebook timeline so people out there while you are listening to africa unfocused if you are on your way in the car or something you can also listen via our app or tune in uh plus if you have missed the show somewhere i also every time uh bring it out as a podcast so people that like to tune in in their morning times and stuff africa unfocused the podcast is on soundcloud and itunes uh, we're working on the Spotify thing. I'm, I'm sorting it out. I promise. But <laughs> don't promise. Don't ever promise. That's what you feel. <laughs> I don't do promises and failures. Really? You're like, okay. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, just wait. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell you like, just wait or hold on, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, but never promise. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sandra Sanchez is saying that she is watching from France. And it's saying whoop, whoop, that she is... Oui, oui. Uh, <laughs> S'il vous plaît, mama. She, she is very proud of uh, Clara Opoku. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Right. So I just I just want to go back to your book because we talked about your music and I'm sure you've talked about music plenty of times. Mm -hmm. um, you as a um, an author, your experience, because you said the relationship that inspired you to write the book. Mm -hmm. You said you were in a two-year relationship, mm -hmm. but it was one and a half year. Mm -hmm. So there was something there. What What is about that? There was an awkward silence. That was about it. <laughs> there was an awkward silence. And in that silence, I, I thought that the relationship was still ongoing, but not knowing like it paused even long before, you know. So, oh, that's, so that is for the person on the other side. Exactly. Mm, right. So how was when did you find it out? It was there was such a time difference. Oh, you know, technology, as we said. Through WhatsApp. That's how I got to find out that the relationship actually was kind of like... And it probably wasn't as serious as you you considered he, it to be. He didn't take it as serious as I thought that it was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I put my whole heart into it. And you know, it was a good experience. And I'm going to say because I'm here today. And I think if people hear it, it's good for them to hear it. Mm. I put my whole heart into that relationship. I was very genuine. 
And I could pretty much say that I think even with my baby's daddy, I wasn't that much in love as I was with this person because I experienced a lot of things that I didn't earlier. So it opened like a whole new world for me. And that was like the hit. You get what I mean? Just because I did put my whole heart into it, it hit me hard, you know? So that was my wake up call at the same time. Which is extra painful. Yeah. And within that relationship, were there any signs that you wished you had listened to earlier? You know, I think God puts people on this planet for some reason. And I think I was, I was just, I had to go through it. That's how I see it. In order to come out the way that I did. So I don't think I would have done anything different. It's unfortunate, but maybe fortunate also that it happened to me. I got out of it. I've made something beautiful out of it. Hey, I mean, I'm good. It's an experience you know? that you're grateful for. Exactly. But I couldn't do it without a support system. So a support system is really needed, I would say. You know? Gotcha. That was really my my, my backbone during that period. And who was uh, your support system during a crazy, crazy When time it comes of to the book and the yeah, yeah, in terms of the book and that period, there were always just a few names that will always come back in my life, and which is Charles Kwasi, Francisca Etsua. Sandra Sanchez, she knows, Diane Denneboom, Diane Krauser, um, my mom and my sis always, but they didn't really know that they were even supporting me through the hard times because I kept uh, some of the things like a secret. And Nikki Kome, the one that just commented also, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you just need people to talk to. And they were the ones that actually motivated me into finding back whom I was because I almost lost myself in it. And that's, I think, when it comes back to what you just, yeah. I think you 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 asked me that question earlier, yeah, right? Like yeah. if there was, yeah. I think that was a moment like I almost could have lost myself. And that was like a back check, like, yo, this is not whom you are. You know, you need to get yourself together, get over it. He's not worth it. Come back to Mother Earth. <laughs> come back to Mother <laughs> <Yeah>. Earth. <laughs> or the cloud nine. Just <laughs> yeah. come down. Where you are. So I, I just realized these, this experience that you had, um, crazy experience in relationship. Um, people often feel that the time is wasted. What do you advise other ladies who are going through it to come out? They should buy the book. <laughs> Check me out on Facebook. Yep, got it here. Got it here. They should just buy the book. Let that be a start. And from there, I would say, you know, never be ashamed of whom you are and to express how you feel. That's that's the first step of when we say therapy. What is therapy? Therapy is, first of all, talking, communicating. Yeah. You know, if you have some one or two people that you can really communicate with without having the feeling like, hey, my story is going to go out. And mm, next thing I know, my story is going to be on Facebook or whatever. If you have those people, I would say talk to them and never be ashamed or afraid to express how you feel. If it's tears that you need to shed, hey, shed those tears, you know what I mean? Because from that comes the strength, you know? Because sometimes the body, it's like it's like an engine, you know? It needs oil, it needs to be fed in order gotcha. to move on, so. All right. Yeah. I, I think that is, um, that is something I even take on. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching, make sure that you drop your questions in the comment bar. We just have a few minutes until we are rounding up our uh, interview with uh, Clara Opoku. Uh, as we talk about all of the creative stuff that she's doing. And um, one thing I would like to know uh, from you, you are a creative person and 
being out there, uh, but also at the same time, you're a mom, so you're out yes. there and in there. Yeah, I'm everywhere. <laughs> um, what would you advise other ladies that want to do what you do and are also, also a mom, mom how, how to, to juggle, juggle between, between it all? It what does, does it take to keep delivering work? Okay, first of all, me, I'm Clara. So I don't think anybody can do what I do just as much as I can't do what anybody other people else. Are, you get what I mean. Got it. I'm me. I'm just doing me. But at the same time, it's costing a lot of energy. But because I know what I want to achieve at the end of the day, I keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard. It's tough. I go through my BSs. Yeah. But I keep going, mm -hmm. you know, so I think at the end of the day, to sum it up, it comes to don't give up. Yeah. You know, believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. So how would you, because I noticed that maybe the majority of ladies, like, because you have a good sense of who you are. Yeah. And where to find yourself. And yeah. You were in that relationship from the book. Yeah. You were able to, like, okay, this is going too far. Let me just run, take the exit, yeah. you know. Uh, what would you advise to ladies who have not? Do not have like a good sense of who they are yet. I'm a coach. I'm a coach. So if they want like some coachings, they could contact me as well. You know, I do charge. It's not that much. Yeah. But that's a start. Because um, it was a journey for me to find out what makes me me. And when I got to find out, knowing the strength that I have right now, I'm only willing to share it. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if people are really, really to that point of, hey, I think I'm stuck in life, but I want to move forward. I just don't know how. I'd say contact Clara Opoku and let's, you know, let's get through it. She's your personal coach, people. <laughs> so make sure that you get in contact with her. I just uh, shared her Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter on our uh, timeline. So if you're looking for that, you might want to uh, find out more about Clara Opoku because she's also our personal coach. Um, a wonderful lady who has, a, who has always had a good sense of who she is and where she wants to go. So she has that thing that could inspire uh, a lot of young ladies out there. Yep. Um, we're almost reaching to the end. I would uh, like to, <laughs> I would like to, do you have any last words? If I have any last words. I think we need a se session too. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words is um, people can find me on Facebook, Clara Opoku, on Instagram, C Opoku21. Um, you can order the book at Clara Opoku at hotmail.com or just, you know, message me through Messenger um, or contact Miss Abba, you know? Yes, Let's let keep know. it going. Yeah, you know? Um, Never be afraid to be yourself. Always do you. Uh, what else? I don't know. I don't know. I have so much to tell and I'm just putting it into my book. So, you know, just stay tuned. Keep following me. And, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, any last shout outs? Shout outs. Ooh, a lot of people. But always to my brother, Charles Kwasi, Emmanuel Akoto, Richmond, Skilla, everybody who's listening, mm -hmm. my besties, they know whom they are. Um, I want to give a special shout out to, once again, everybody who came through to the launch, you know, I don't yeah. think, yeah, Successful I mean, that's, launch. yeah, thank you. Thank you too, Miss Abba, for coming through. You you guys made it a successful launch. You get what I mean? It wouldn't have been successful without you guys. So a big 
thumbs up and thank you to all who came through and to my models in the book especially nikki Kome once again thank you for supporting always and uh the mbaku yeah. what mbaku who was mbaku you know what book did you read <laughs> no that's like a word for like a true african man oh. you know it's a word from black panther mbaku oh okay so it's like this mbaku oh, that you have Wakanda forever <laughs> <laughs> that you have in this picture let me let me show people this is an mbaku okay oh wow oh, oh so okay that's a proper african i get so many questions about those pictures <laughs> i'm like i'm not telling <laughs> you're like that's a proper african man yeah exactly <laughs> and that's what i wanted to portray though right. it was to portray like you know a, a black man you know yeah. a man gotcha yeah, yeah. gotcha so. well um ladies and gentlemen we're uh, rounding up africa on focus with uh clara opoku <laughs> oh my gosh finally 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 um she came on the show yeah to share some and i'm love, happy share some light and love and who she is and what she does uh thank you so much for coming out thank you for clara. having me you're one of like the female empowered ladies that uh, i look up to and uh love the fire that you bring thank always you. following you when new music comes up please oh yeah us, you'll be one of the first tag Definitely. us let us know so that we can also Dude, like, add it to the uh, high radio playlist will do <laughs> and everybody that tuned in and share it make sure that you share the interview share 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 in people's messenger whatsapp and whatever just share share the love because this is an <laughs> interview that uh, a lot of young ladies old ladies whatever could learn from and make sure you get the book yeah i'm doing a promo <laughs> yeah a diary when my lips were sealed my, my heart, heart spoke. spoke uh by author and uh rapper clara opoku um, and publisher so where yeah and publisher so where can people uh find it real quick clara opoku at hotmail.com they can send you an email yeah send me an email and there. yeah payment via tiki cash whatever exactly and how much is the book 25 25 euros